sports, folks. It's business time. It's business time. It's business time here on Not For Nothing. Better put your business socks on. Yeah, put those socks that make your feet smell, but they're <laughs> nylon. They're kind of gross. You know what I'm talking about. They're all black. Right. But they kind of can see, you can still see your skin through them a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Those ones. Ones that smell before you even put it's your, your dad's up. socks and your grandpa's socks that they handed yeah. down to your dad. Yeah, the yeah. ones you had to wear to prom. Right. Because you didn't have socks that weren't white. And then they're like, listen, son, these socks have been in our family for generations. Four hipsters ruined socks and made everybody feel like they had to be sock dandies. Right. Back when you, you got brown, gray, or black. Right. Yeah. It's that, it's that kind of business time. We got to get right to business oh, here. So Not for nothing. That's right. Chris, how you feeling today? I'm feeling so good, Chris. I'm so excited. Yeah. Do you want to know why? Uh, sure. Because it's almost the debut of the Kelly Clarkson show. Oh shit! Premiering What's that all September about? 9th. Yo, I love Kelly Clarkson. She's got her own daytime talk show, Chris. She does. Yep. Yo, she's like, is people are gonna be like, <laughs> Rachel Ray's really let herself go. <laughs> well, or you could just say that she's slimmed down some. <laughs> <laughs> I think you go either way with that one. <laughs> Did Rachel Ray eat Kelly Clarkson? Oh, my God. <laughs> I love this new show. She doesn't cook much anymore, though. Rachel Ray eats Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson is America's, uh, like, not sweetheart, but she's... she's Darling? She's the darling. Yeah. I love her. I uh, Next-door neighbor? My next-door neighbor. I went to the... Um, the I went to see From Justin to Kelly, uh, <laughs> the, the post... American Idol season one uh, movie feature film yeah. in the theaters yeah. with my homie Luke. Uh, I've been down with Kelly since literally day one. Okay. All right. Uh, and my inside information on Kelly Clarkson is her um, uh, good friend of mine, Chris Diener, uh, who I played basketball with, is an amazing drummer. Maybe the best drummer in the world. He toured with Kelly Clarkson as her tour drummer Whoa. once. And he took a ton of video uh, to put like online and shit. And she's like nice and fun in every single one of them. She's just like really. I hate to use this term down to earth because mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. Salt of the earth. Yeah, she's yeah, she's she just didn't let fame go to her head, right? Or her waistline, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Good for her though. Good for her for not succumbing to the pressures of fame and. Um, whatever else yeah, you want she, to call it. And she's like, not prancing around like on Monday Night Football intros like with a CGI'd body and like a tiny skirt. Right, right, and airbrushed. Singing, singing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, singing fucking Hank Williams Jr. songs. Yeah, she's like, like F another, you all, I'm, um, this is me. Yeah, she's yeah. like, this is me. Good yeah. for her. I like. That's well, why I like her. Yeah, well, I've got some other good news for you. Oh, first. great. That's great because I think we talked great. way too long about Kelly. Oh, no way. We could, I could do a whole podcast. Oh, oh so okay, great. great. Then we'll, we'll save that until after football season, Chris. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, this is football related, and I wanted to just congratulate you because I noticed something the other day. Oh, no. Not for nothing officially has outlasted the GM Street. There is no wow. Mike Lombardi. I realized it the other day. He's There's gone. no Mike Lombardi on the ringer. He's just disappeared. He of vanished he into thin, probably bad smelling air. <laughs> He's gone. He's still, he's still, I think he's, I think he's still with the athletic. I think he's writing for the athletic. Maybe yeah. I didn't do, I didn't do a ton of research on it, but Why like, would you? what an un- unceremonious end to a career. They're just like, and guess what? We have Ryan Rossillo. <laughs> yeah. It's a much better choice. 
<laughs> so, so no more. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to hate listen to anymore, other than every word Bill Simmons says. <laughs> well, there you, I think that's all you need, really. That's pretty much. It, I, I think that'll 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 keep you going for a long time. Yeah, I it just man. Do you, well, how I many guess, complaints guess, do you think they got from his mouth breathing? They were like, I can't oh, listen to this anymore. I definitely think they were like, this. we got to get through the season's unlistenable shit. Like, Tate was checked out. Like, he was just saying weird shit. Like, I also think that the Doug Peterson thing really bit him in the ass. Oh, that yeah, kinda, yeah. Kinda yeah, that kind of, like, yeah. America's yeah. punching bag a little totally, bit. Totally, absolutely, yep. Um, and he's, and he's I think just, he's come up with some other stuff over the year, over the last year or so. I, I, I remember little bits here and there. I'm going like, oh, God, Lombardi. You know, he just he just says things, I think, just to be – it's not even being contrarian, I think, just to just to take the other side of it. I think I think he just has bad ideas in I his agree. head, right? Like he just – I mean I, have, I haven't read his athletic piece and for all I know, it's maybe it's good. It's just – No, it's, would, I, I think I've tried to or I've seen parts of it and I've just like – it's just it's, – it's sort of bland, bad takes – you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Sports podcasting has kind of moved away from the whole take town. You know, like yeah. it's it's almost like a it's almost like a negative thing if right. you're too takey. And that and he thought t- being t- being takey was what made him like youthful or like <laughs> yeah, relevant. Relevant, exactly. <laughs> so, and suddenly that's what kind of did him in. Yep. Now, for Great. all you know, tomorrow there could be a fucking new GM Street. Of for course. all I know, it's. The, <laughs> The, he's the just been on vacation goes, for yeah, and I'm just and he's, I'm gonna feel so bad. <laughs> it's gonna be him and Rosillo now, actually. <laughs> oh God. God, I mean that would, I mean Brian Rosillo's voice is like it's so dreamy, it's so radio ready. Like mm. he he just mm. knows how to talk. Yeah. He he's a good radio broadcaster. He I is. don't like I don't listen I, I I zone out. I don't like to I don't really like college football unless it's Rutgers. So I'm. And kind of just like right. huge win like, for them the other day, huh? Against big UMass, win. big win. Wow, yes. scored almost fifty the, points. The Art Sitkowski era of Rutgers football oh, is boy. over. We're talking. I, uh, Where's I, Mike uh, Vorkanov when we need him here, huh? I well, we'll get him. We'll get him. I texted. <laughs> I texted uh, uh, Cuban Pete Eric Alvarez as a father-in-law last night. Um, Congrats! In, in, in anticipation, or not the other day because I was so excited that Rutgers had put up. A big win on the board with a lot of points. Baby, baby, uh, Rutgers is born. Yep, I love, I love Rutgers uh, football for yeah. no reason no. other than Big Bob Ballard. They should. I feel like Rutgers should be a bigger school, like sports wise. It should be. It's the closest big school to to this to to New York City. It's, it's the, the tri-state area. Of college football. It's the birthplace it's the of college football. College. We've been to a game, Chris. You We've and been I. to a game. Yes. Yeah. I want to go back to a game. It's the um, best. It's the best goddamn. I, I feel like this is like the. This is sort of the the underdeveloped, underappreciated, un, under you know used college uh, sports t- team, right? Yeah. Like basketball, football. They're in the Big 100%. Ten now. You know, like they it's tend to fuck themselves over a little oh, bit. The all whole the time. Ray Rice they cannot thing. get out of their own way. Ray Rice. They underappreciated the fact that they had like a two-time Olympian college soccer player. They were like, "Yeah, but she's a girl." Uh, <laughs> They were the whole like nappy headed girl thing. Yeah, right. A, a smudge on them, which is totally the, unfair. Right. The basketball that, coach, I think, was throwing like balls at his players. He was, and they can't fucking. Their their college football coaching. They make bad decisions. They yeah. had the one guy, right? They had one. Uh, what's his name? That was uh, Belichick's like buddy. 
right? But he had some sort of weird scandal too. Right, I think. Right, you know, he just, yeah, I know. They, the whole, but the whole organization, like even the even the athletic directors have have been scandal ridden and stuff, and like they just exactly the whole thing is is crazy. You know what we should do? Let's get Vorkanov on. He could do the lineage of of uh, Rucker Sports, like downfall. When did it all go wrong? He could timeline every every like every time there's been an uptick. Yeah. There's yep. been like eight steps down. Yep. So, uh, to that end, sorry, I, yeah, I, I have nothing to add except for a little <laughs> bit of Rutgers rant. Um, other than so, last night you sent me um, this. This we should we should preface this episode by letting everyone know this is a very NFL heavy podcast. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do our division picks that we do every year, but mm-hmm. we're also doing our first week one picks. Yep. Um, we're throwing it all together pre- in one episode. Normally we spread the- it out over two or three episodes. Not, Not this year because we're. This is an NFL special. This yeah. is a goddamn NFL dandy. Yeah, it's, I'm saying dandy all day. Too. I like it. I like it. Dandy. I'm a I'm a Yankee doodle dandy. <laughs> dandy Don I'm, Meredith. A dandy Don Meredith. <laughs> a real life cousin of my uncle Sam, born on the fourth of July. <laughs> hey Chris, I you know what I know we're going on a lot of tangents here. This this is going to be a long episode, but. I was in Vermont last weekend. Driving home, you drive through the, the small podunk town of Troy. Yeah. It's every, right before every, you get to Albany. Every state's got one. Right? It's right yep. before you get to Albany. Troy, New York. And Troy, and I've never known, I've driven through, you know, dozens of times now. I've never noticed this until now. Troy is the home and the birthplace of Uncle Sam. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Now, I Who's don't know. fucking Uncle Sam? You met, you know, Uncle Sam. The guy that, like wants your taxes. And yeah, you and like war. yeah, and like you want you to like one? go to war and all that stuff. Is there a real one? I don't know. I didn't do the research yet on it because I, I kind of I, I, I started googling That's it a, and then I was like, why am why am I doing this? I don't want. I don't you really know care. What, we've had so much to not talk about. <laughs> We're doing so good about talking about nothing just as a practice. <laughs> We have so much to talk about. And we're like, well, I wonder. Yeah, what about this? Yeah, I, I also think that Troy, New York, is the is the home of uh, Sweetheart Straws, which I'm sure took a big hit with this whole anti-straw campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't get a straw anymore because yeah. it killed a sea turtle. Sure. Like someone found a video of a sea turtle with a straw in its nose. Yeah. And they're like, it was just, no it was just more, doing coke. No more, no more ease in the movie theaters. You have to have a. <laughs> A, an adult sippy cup yeah. now. Or have paper. Drink out of paper. Oh, drink out of paper. Or yeah, this, that makes or a lot of sense. bacteria-infested straw that you never could figure out how to clean out because it's a fucking straw. <laughs> meanwhile, you could throw... Meanwhile, when I was in Montana, I was like, should I recycle this? And my mom was like, ah, oh, no, we don't recycle in Montana anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, the Chinese, they won't take it anymore. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, Donald Trump. Seriously. The, the tariffs are on straws now. It's, it's crushing that, us, dude. It's crazy. Anyway, let's get to let's <laughs> okay. get to get let's get to gambling. I okay. do want to say quickly. Uh, you sent me the uh, the picks for um or the the uh, lines for this week for this one. coming week. Yep. Uh, and you asked you said you were going to base it off of uh, DraftKings because yes. that's sort of the site that we both have Been, gravitated towards yep. since Benmo abandoned us. Yes. Um, but and when you brought that up, I was like, oh shit. You know what? Like. So I did a little research. Uh, for some reason, DraftKings can't get their shit together. But FanDuel, who I thought was DraftKings, but I don't know how the split works. Uh, DraftKings does not have a license. They do not have a licensed casino that they're affiliated with. So you can't gamble in Pennsylvania on DraftKings. Sure. They just have, like they just they 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 shorted themselves. Yep. But FanDuel does have an affiliate casino oh. in that takes their sport book in Pennsylvania. So I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to just try out the FanDuel. And it's a terrible interface, and I hate using it, but I did see – I I saw two bets 
that I liked. So I put a deposit in and I, I put a little wager on, um, my Super Bowl, my Super Bowl future. I picked one team at a plus six fifty, which Ooh. was the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, which yeah, I thought nice. like good money, right? Yeah, I kind of like that one. It feels like a, I mean, that, I'm, that's, I'm kind of growing on the Chiefs a little bit now. It's a decent future. It's yeah, a, I thought I thought it was worth the I thought it was worth the the odds just as a straight up future. Um, and I like to just have something that sits around all season mm-hmm. to like fret about. Um, <laughs> I do it every year. And then Chris, mm-hmm. I saw. A sport I'd never gambled on and thought, why not take a take a, a, a risk? And I put money on a uh, plus 800 for Grigor Dimitrov to upset Roger Federer. And to my surprise, woke up this morning, a winner. What? He won? Roger, Fe- Roger Federer was. Oh, my gosh. Was upset by a guy that was 78th rank who he lost to. That who who had beat him? I think Federer had beat him like ninety times. Like it, it was incredible. So I'm all in. I'm all in on his yeah. on fan duels. Fan duels is bring is making it rain already. Good on you, fan duels. Uh, so I'm gonna. I I guess I guess the next step is letting my wife know that I have a new uh, gambling. A new oh, yeah. yeah yeah. I don't. That's I don't fine. Well, uh, and that's she's gonna be dis- dismayed. Um, I just downloaded the FanDuel's uh, betting app so I can follow along with you. We can talk same numbers here going forward after this week. Perfect. So we can be on the same so, page. So we'll be a FanDuel's, we'll be a FanDuel's uh, supported yep. show. Yep. Uh, I'll reach out to them, get a, an easy sponsorship. No Absolutely. Problem. Yep, definitely. They're they're chomping at the bit for a uh, under-listened, under-appreciated, over-swear-worded swear podcast <laughs> to support. And we're the ones. We got <laughs> We got this. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Um, speaking of uh, a couple uh, with with your Chiefs bet there, I was yes. kind of perusing a few uh, props myself, and I came across one that was the team to win the most games for the regular Ooh, season. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and I came across four that I think uh, see if you you like any of these, or maybe you know if you want to even just throw another team out there, we can maybe even try to look it up. But. With the okay. Chiefs, I think I've the Chiefs... I've got one that immediately pops to mind. Okay, because, great. The Chiefs are my kind of, I think, sneaky... Not sneaky favorite, but just kind of one I'm kind of leaning towards. They're plus 700, which I think was the... Oh, that's uh, good. Second or third best odds. Yeah. Uh, the Pats are the favorite, of course, plus 500, which mm-hmm. normally every year I'm down on the Patriots. I think this year I'm flipping it, and I'm kind of going all in on the Patriots. Ditto. That's that's the pick. I mean, you just... If we're just... You've got to take the... You've got to take conference... Right, yep. conference schedule. Right, right exactly. Yeah, and I think those two are probably the the best favorable conference uh, matchups to give them the, you know, to give them potentially the most amount of wins there. I think. Right. I think the Chiefs kind of blow out the whole AFC West division. Um, I mean, I, I think I, the Chargers will be okay, but I, I just don't think they'll be able to. I don't think anybody will be able to compete with the Chiefs in that division. I 100% agree. I don't know. It's going to be weird. I don't. So I don't know who the divisions are playing. I don't have like the, the yeah, that kind like of, who, in front of you. which right. which divisions are playing which divisions because if whoever's playing the AFC East, if it's like let's say it's the NFC South, and you're like, oh, then maybe I'll take the Falcons because they're going to be playing the fucking Dolphins, Bills, and Jets right. like three times. Yeah, you know, yeah, three times. That could be. So, Although that there there was no other. The only other team I was I was thinking of was actually was the Cowboys. Um, is plus twenty five hundred. If like if if they just kind of have a magical run there, then might be. I like little... I like that. I mean, you know, I'm a Cowboys guy, right? Somehow, yeah. uh, and I don't. I'm the one person that is not that high on the Eagles. Let's go ahead and move into like into the picks for the divisions because we're basically doing it anyway. Okay. Uh, we're sort of showing sure. our 
we're showing our our whatever our hand tell our yeah. hand yeah. thank you jesus that's right no one to hold them no one to fart mm. on them uh i mean where, where do you want to do you want to start in the nfc east i feel like we always start in the afc but maybe we could start in the nfc this sure, year we can start in nfc yeah and just just before we get into this i want to i think we told about talked about this last week or the week before oh, do you have right? another prop Sorry, no but i want to remind you of this since 2002 this is a stat that someone posted I don't remember who, so sorry I can't give you the shout-out. But since 2002, an average of 5.9 teams have not returned to the playoffs the following season. Right. 5.9. That's So you should be bonker. predicting six new teams to make the playoffs this year. Now, Chris, I, know, I was hoping you'd get into this when we get into picks, uh, which, which I, I'm guessing maybe you will. Uh, meaning weekly lines, mm-hmm. but I know that there's a lot of home dog. You had a lot of home dog stats uh, last year, and maybe you haven't accrued them this year. But they, you had some good advice last year. I feel like this year we could pull together some actual advice, <laughs> maybe keep some stats, uh, you know, so people have a good chance. Like instead of just going on based on us, so that they can win ten dollars after betting <laughs> four hundred games. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's kind of fun, isn't it? I know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You can't go broke listening to this podcast nope. and i think that's our hook right that's the hook <laughs> whatever whatever you do you won't go broke it can't hurt <laughs> not for nothing it can't hurt <laughs> you'll do all right you'll do all right you'll do all right he'll be fine you'll be fine <laughs> Oh my God. I love a mediocre slogan for this show. Yeah. It's so good. It's so great. Yeah. So good. Yeah. You could do worse. You could, yeah. <laughs> Not for nothing. Uh, well, you're third white. You'll, pro- <laughs> you'll probably break even. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, from last year, uh, I mean, we could, we could go. You'll probably break even. It's actually very funny. Sorry. I was <laughs> no, just okay. overwhelmed. I know. There was, we had so many of them going there. Yeah, I just was... yeah, that was good. You'll, you'll probably break even. <laughs> um, the home dogs actually won. Like, so last season up till up through week 16, just a regular – I was just going off regular season here. Oh, sorry. Week 17, maybe I should do. Um, the home dog won 52% of the time. Oh, uh, that's not nothing. That's not although, nothing. Although that is because it is an underdog, right? So right. It is. So, so it you're, you're winning a little bit more of the time. So the, and the, the road dog actually won 51% of the time, too. So that's kind of um, That's the big one, the road dog. The I road think the road dog is going to – I think the road – I think the home dog is going to play a, a big role this year. I don't know about the road dog, but I think that the home dog is going to be – I think early in the season especially, you're going to see these games where, like, you know, Kyler Murray fucking goes off because he's got a big crowd behind him and he just flings the ball and they have like a big upset. Like I think that, or at least cover the line, you know, yeah. I think that there's going to be a lot of that early on before people can figure out Joe Flacco actually does suck. And that three, and zero start didn't mean anything, you know, like there's, there's that, that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, early, early, like week one last year, the home dog won. It was you know won two out of four games. The road dog won six out of twelve. So they were both like fifty, fifty percent there basically. Um, but are then you it, building, are you building Legos right now? What is that crazy noise I'm hearing? Oh, it's my dog you, chewing on bones. You know, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ripley. You can do whatever you want. My dog's doing the exact same thing. Great dogs. Great dogs think alike. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then you know, once we got to week two, also in the home dog won five out of six games in week two, so the season total then was seven out of ten wins. So I think I, I you might be kind of onto something saying um, the home dogs are you know early in the season. 
you know, like yeah. maybe hit them heavy early in the season or something. That's what, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm, that, I, I'm glad you agree with that because right. it feels like sage advice. Yeah. But let's get into these division winners. Uh, we'll burn, burn through them quickly. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a long podcast. Uh, if you don't want to hear division winners, uh, skip forward till there's about 30 minutes left in the podcast and then you'll hear uh, weekly picks, which I know is why everyone comes to this show anyway. So welcome back, all you listeners. We're picking the picks. We're picking the picks. We're picking the picks. We're not doing it yet, though. So let's do divisions. Come on. Sorry. Okay. NFC East. Yes. You got the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Redskins. Go. Yes. Yes. I know you're high on the Cowboys. You're not high on the Eagles. I, um, I'm going to go, I'm going with the Eagles. I'm high on the Eagles. I think everything is kind of breaking right for them, especially in this division. I think they're going to win. Carson Wentz doesn't break right. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying is, is thank you for reading into that properly is, is, is they're going to win their over under is 10 games. And I think from the lines I said, the over is minus 148. So that means they're expecting Vegas is expecting, or the Lions makers is expecting the Eagles to win more than 10 games, and I am inclined to agree with that sentiment. I just don't, I don't know, I don't understand the buzz. I, I guess I just, I thing is, is like, I don't pay attention to defenses that sure. well until the season starts. Like, I can't judge a defense without having seen some of the season. Sure. Yeah, and I agree offense, with you. Offense, I can predict a little bit better, just because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a one side, I'm not Robert Mays over here, like, watching fucking... Yep you know, front four or whatever the fuck. Right. Like I, so, so I'm, I, I'm inclined to go with Dallas because Zeke's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always liked Dak. I think this defense was surprisingly good last year. Mm-hmm. And as it turned out, I was fucking right after that goddamn Cowboys giants game <laughs> where everyone said it was the two worst teams in the league playing. And I was like, there's something in this Cowboys team and fuck. I want to just ride it one more year. Plus I think Jerry Jones will literally drink baby's blood to get a Super Bowl ring this year. Like he'll, he'll I mean he's going all see, in here, right? He's, you'll he's, see him on the sideline like like with a with a cooler full of babies. Yep. Just just popping their heads off on national TV and drinking the blood. <laughs> Be like, I'm Jerry Jones, I don't give a shit. <laughs> what we need here is baby blood. Exactly. You get it over the hump. I've we, talked to my spiritual advisor. Listen, I talked to my spiritual advisor, and he said, Jesus, we want it this way. Jesus. We're drinking baby blood now. Yes. Remember when pickle juice was a big thing? No more. It's baby blood. By, by un, uncircumcised devil's children. All these illegal immigrant children, we have to do something with them, right? So, Hey, we don't need any sound bites coming okay, sorry. out of the show, Chris. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Jesus Christ. You, do, you could just... <laughs> pull piece right out of this fucking episode. Send us right to jail. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm guessing you don't think anyone. Uh, uh, well, we could get to wild cards if you think uh, the Cowboys might have a wild card chance. Maybe. Uh, but, Although but I, here's just, what I find interesting too is again lines makers from everything I've, I've seen. Cowboys over under is nine. The their under is one minus one twenty nine. So even even the odds makers are thinking that the cow or the Cowboys aren't even going to win nine games. You just reminded me of something. It's a, a mini tangent unrelated to football, but uh, FanDuel has this cool thing where you can just pick yes or no to make the playoffs on all NBA teams right now. Ooh. So there's a line for yes or just yes or no. Will they make it? Will they won't, okay. won't they make it? Okay. Which is, I think is a fun thing to bet. Just, yeah. just a little side note just for future yeah. reference. Yep. You just reminded me. Great. I want to put it out there because I knew I would forget. Let's talk about it in another month when we're doing in another NBA month. Yeah. preview exactly. season. Birthday season time. Right. Uh, NFC North, Chris. Uh, this is my pick first, yep. right? Yep. Um, so I know that everybody's like anti Chicago, um, 
but I kind of agree. Like I, I don't think that that Eagles game was a fluke last year. I think that they got figured out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that defense can only take a step back. Um, again, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I will say this: I think Green Bay's got something, and I'm gonna, and I think that they'll win that division. Yes, yes, yes. Do you agree? I agree one hundred percent. I think the Packers' defense is actually going to be pretty good this year. Okay. Um, Aaron Rodgers is is healthy. Um, his his two other wide receivers, uh, besides Devontae Adams, is healthy and back. Yeah. Aaron Jones probably Geronimo. the offensive right. Geronimo Allison and uh, Valdez Scantling. Yep. Um, I think they've got. I, I think they've got all the pieces, and they're playing the third place schedule in that division. So I think that helps them rebound and and sort of. I think they win. I think they go over. I think they go double digit wins. Do you remember that season when Bruce Arians left uh, Pittsburgh and then Todd Haley came in as offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and it was like a little bit of growing pains, but then all of a sudden once Ben like drank the Kool Aid, yep. that he was just like breaking all of his own personal records. Yep. I think that there's some of that in this season for Aaron Rodgers, as long as he stays healthy. Yeah, and as long as their as long as their head coach is actually offensively relevant, and you know, and he was supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be one of these disciples of I think McVeigh and 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 like Shanahan in, in in Atlanta, you know, and he's supposed to, you know, he's supposed to have this innovative offensive mind and all these things and stuff, and then he went to Tennessee and was offensive coordinator there, and it was like, what the hell are you guys doing? You know, like where's your offense here, right? And it might just be a talent thing. With him, you know, based on with Tennessee and just having a terrible quarterback in Mariota, um, and those kinds of you know uh, points, I guess you know with with Tennessee. So I, I think I think and if no if nothing else, I think Aaron Rodgers by default will just make his own offense, right? And I think yeah, they'll just which is, be successful, which he's, which he's completely been able to do exactly for for a long time. And I know I t- I said watch out for Aaron Rodgers to have a bounce back season. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Uh, I do you. So it says we've already done the East and the North, and we neither mentioned the Redskins or the Vikings. Both coached uh, off of the uh, Marvin Lewis tree. Could this be the season where the <laughs> Marvin Lewis tree is completely decimated and there is no more tree? It would just be a stump. So, it would just be a, a Marvin Lewis sized stump. Here's what. Here's what I'm, I'm thinking. I I've been high on the Vikings now for the last couple of months. Like I've been. I don't know if I've been talking myself into them. I just I feel like the defense has kind of coming back a little bit. They had a down year last year again, kind of like the Vikings. They kind of rebound. Um, they're committed to the run, which I don't know is a good thing or a bad thing. If it actually, but then they also have Kirk Cousins, who just has a losing record against I think playoff teams or teams that are over five hundred or something like that. There's some crazy he's, stat about him that he's like he's absolutely bad. awful, he's bad, awful. So I've been high, and, and, and now every time I see Zimmer, and there's quotes from Zimmer about, like, you have to establish the run, and you have to go back to old school running, and all these stupid quotes that I just don't think are, they're so far past that, right? Also, that when he, you have two, two like, electric wide receivers, right. and a quarterback who can fling it, yes. why, would, why would you go to an injured fucking second-year running back, right. like, as your, like, right. key to your offense? Yeah. The guy, like, I fucking hate Zimmer. I've always hated him. He's a fucking old battle axe. Yeah. He plays, he's a diff, he's, he reminds me of like, he reminds me of the original Shanahan. He's yes. Like, yes. Yeah. This is what I am. Yeah. I'm you can never one. change. Yeah. This yeah. Is, I do it this way. But I thought their offensive Grind line. Grind out, get one winning season. <laughs> right. And, you know, like, I need eye surgery again. Like, come on. Um, I, he, he's just, I, I, I wanted to be the Vikings. I, I was going to pick the Vikings to win the division. 
Um, especially with they have a, they have a much improved offensive line. I thought they could actually run the ball and protect Cousins a little bit. But I'm just I don't I'm I think one of them between the Vikings and the Lions or sorry the Vikings and the Bears I should say not the Lions, but um, I think one of those teams probably makes it as a wild card. But I'm I'm I just can't make up my mind yet. I so I'm 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 kind of I feel like I'm coming down off the Vikings high that I've been riding for the last month or so. Am I wrong to say that there are only two wild cards in each uh, conference? Yes. I'm interested to see who you think comes out of this. Yeah, okay. I am too. Moving, moving, <laughs> to the, moving to the NFC South. Okay. Yep. Usual home of oh. all of our of all of our wild cards. <laughs> we love it. We love the South, Chris. This one. This one's your. The South your shall pick rise again. It shall rise again. This is your pick. Okay. Uh, like, I think I've been talking about this team for a while now too, and I think a lot of people in the media have started coming around behind me. Going down Main Street, walking this parade, but I'm taking the Falcons to win the division. So, Chris, I, I you know, I had a take a couple of weeks ago, and I'd fucking take. I'm like, oh, <sighs> oh you know, Tate Frazier, Ooh. I had a take, and it was Lombardi the uh, a Lombardi take. So, I, I actually liked uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers be, from a betting standpoint. Yes, like they were plus, they were plus one thousand. Mm-hmm. I thought that they, they've. I think they've got one of the best running backs and wide receivers in the game. Jameis, I've always been a fan of. I don't know what their defense looks like, but I like the idea of Tampa Bay winning from a gambling standpoint. Mm -hmm. Bill Simmons has since taken that idea and run with it and thinks he's the only person on earth that's like ever watched a Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. But I did see them play in preseason. Jameis, their first team did look good, and I think they are going to be better than everyone expected. That being said, it's a long season, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm not convinced that they can withstand all of the pressure of being in this conference enough to win the to win to or sorry division to win this division. It's a tough so conference. I, so I agree. I agree with the. I agree with you. I think Atlanta is the team. Um, they're they're a, they're a, they're the Brett Saberhagen of football. They're they're good one season, bad the next, uh, and this is a good season for them. Yep. Uh, so I and, and unlike. Unlike the Marvin Lewis uh, coaching tree, isn't there a Seahawks coach on this team? Uh, yeah, Dan Quinn is the head coach. He was the former yeah, defensive coordinator. They, yeah, so he's so gone back I, to calling his own plays on defense. I like it. I yes. like it. I mean, I think that there's. I think that they're going to be a fun team. Plus, you are the one who told me they play like eleven of their first games in domes, right? Yeah, it's like ele- eleven of first or thirteen or eleven straight. Say, it's crazy. It's called the, it's called the dome in Pittsburgh. Dame. Dame. <laughs> Dome. I don't fucking get it, but they're like, yeah, playing all their home games in a dome. <laughs> That's an advantage. It's an advantage. It's Although, an Chris, advantage. I, I got to tell you. If He's the, just playing in the dome all week. If the, if so. the Saints or the Panthers win this division, I'm not going to be shocked or surprised either, though. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be – I would put bets on all three of those to win the division or make the playoffs. I think that would um, – I, I, you know, just like the Saints, I don't know if the Saints will be as good. I feel like they're going to regress a bit just because of like with, with kind of last everything. Year, last year was the Saints year. Yeah. I just feel like last right? year was the Saints year. And, you know, last year everyone was saying Alvin Kamara was going to have a step back season and he didn't. I feel like this year he could. Right. Like he just plays the kind of football that's just asking to get fucking. Yeah. Injured. And the defense, I, th- I feel like the defense is sort of, uh, uh, to your analogy, is, is sort of good one year, bad at one, another kind of thing. I think the Saints. Like, I think they played above their means defensively last year. I I think too many things went right for them last year. Um, now that that being said, if they do if they do reinstate the bounty, uh, they their defense might be great. 
<laughs> if you can head well, hunt, maybe. You can head hunt, although although he's he's with the Jets now, so maybe uh, Ooh. he's the Jets Ooh. defensive coordinator, Chris. So maybe, oh, wow. yeah. So maybe wow. maybe we got a juicy AFC wild card pick there. Maybe. All right. Well, Throwing. let's 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 wrap up in okay. the uh, new Jadavian Clowney division, uh, the NFC West. Okay. Um, with even it, with the, with even with Do the Clowney addition. Uh, do it. Um, I think this puts them a lot closer to the Rams. Do it. Do it. Um, Do it. But they still have trouble beating the Rams. They haven't beaten the Rams, I don't think, in the last two years. And they've been close. I don't think the offense is, is with the wide receivers. I just, I'm not trusting. I, I like the Seahawks. I think they, they get, I think they might get back into the playoffs and repeat. They might even get double-digit wins. Um, the only problem I have with the Rams is... Right now, uh, the lines have them under is one minus one thirty four at ten and a half wins. Oh wow! So I think they still win ten games. I think they I, I think they beat the Seahawks probably twice, and and they they both finish with ten wins maybe, and the Rams take the division. Okay, I think that's probably right, but I've got three words for you: Carson, Penny, proceeds. <laughs> Oh, no, the pro-size. Oh, the pro-size. Oh, he's going to break your heart. Trust the pro-size. Trust the pro-size, Chris. I like it. Oh, I like it. Trust Trust the pro-size. I like this Seattle team. I like a team that has been dedicated to the run instead of deciding this year has Mm -hmm. just been like, we always run. That's what we do. Yeah. That's how we got to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think that – I think losing Doug Baldwin has been – will be tough and it'll be, I think it'll be another adjustment season. I think last year everyone had written Seattle off and then suddenly they were like, Oh wait, Russell Wilson is a fucking incredible quarterback and he can win games for us. Yeah. Uh, I I, I also think, I think the Cardinals will be terrible. I think San Francisco will be bad until they bench Jimmy Garoppolo Garoppolo (laughs) and then they'll be good. And they bring in Nick Mullins. Yeah, I think that exactly. I think that I don't hate that. I don't hate that idea. I think once they bench his ass, under the guise that he's just not healthy or whatever the fuck, they might have a late season push. Mm-hmm. I think. Now here's my take on the Rams. This is not a new take. Yep. Do you remember when Jared Goff sucked? Yeah, but that was with yeah. Jeff Fisher. Remember when Todd Gurley sucked? Yeah. 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. They have a great defensive player, a single great defensive player. <laughs> Other than that, like Cooper Cup is the second coming. That guy was fucking. You could, you could, you couldn't pick him out of a fucking lineup of like, you know, WWE wrestlers a week ago. Like the guy's like, if Cooper Cup walked past you, would you even know the fuck he was? And suddenly he's like, everyone's like, Washington. Oh, I'm keeping Cooper Cup this year. I'm like, that guy. You were all over Cooper Cup last year. Yeah, because I was because he was a sleeper hit and it fucking did me great things. But then. He's just another white slot receiver that fucking gets his bell rung. And I, I just, and I, and they gave Goff He's money. He's no Julian Edelman. Goff got, Goff got 90 million guaranteed. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to fucking take a hit again mm-hmm. in his life. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to like look a receiver down or, or a defensive player down. Like he's off. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to really scramble. Like he, and, and I honestly never thought Jerry Goff was a smart player. I don't like, I remember that season of fucking. I, I remember there's an article not. that was saying that like, they're basically call the plays for him at the line of scrimmage. Like he's they're a dipshit. He's an absolute dipshit. Now he might be talented and that might be enough, but I'm I think, sorry. I, I think the Seahawks are by far the best team. The, to me, the best quarterback in this division yes. is hands down. Oh, Russell Wilson. No doubt. I think, I think I personally think the best coach is Carol. 
and 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 I and fucking all of a sudden, Clowney is on their fucking team. Yeah. I, to me, it's the Seahawks, man. Okay, and I and I hear you, and with Clowney, and I, and I think it makes up for a lot of their defensive deficiencies, especially in the secondary. I think they get they're able to pressure the quarterback better, except even with Ziggy Ansah on the other side. If both of those guys can stay healthy for three quarters to to uh, you know maybe not quite the full season all 16 games but they have to get to like at least 12 to 14 games to be healthy to 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 continue making a difference on for that defense to be good um i think they'll be above average defense those two guys if they're able to get sacks generate pressure cause for, uh, turnovers which is which is their has been their bread and butter and it's kind of what they need and they have troubles and they have struggled with that in the last year or two so I, I think if things fall again fall right kind of like with the Eagles um, and the pieces kind of come together and I think Russell Wilson can make everybody better uh, on the offense of the offensive line the wide receivers who are they only have one proven guy in locket I think there's a lot to go right there I also think there's a lot to go wrong there and that's okay. why I'm and that's why I'm not sold on them. Winning the it's division. It's also your favorite team. And it's I also my that. favorite team. I always, I do have a hard time picking. So is them. this leading you into your first wild card? But this pick? does lead me into my first wild card. I will okay. stay with my Seahawks, making the NFC uh, wild card the first team in the wild card spot. Okay. Uh, I I think so. Here's the problem: is like the Rams, who I just <laughs> shat all over, do still play Arizona and yep. San Francisco, yes. which is which is probably four wins. Yes. That being said, I am going to go to this Tampa Bay look as a wild card. I, I just feel like there's a chance okay. and I, and I, and I've got to have a wild, wild card. Yep. And this is my wild, wild card. Okay. So give me Tampa Bay. Give me Bruce Arians on his deathbed. Give me like a great <laughs> home, home field. Uh, if they ever get out of hurricane ravished Florida. Uh, and I, and I think that I think the saints and the Panthers are both going to take a, a, a decent step back. And I and I'm gonna I'm just gonna take Tampa Bay to be one of my two wild cards. Okay. All right. Um, the Rams will be that bad. Okay. You, who's your second one then? You want me to? You want me to do my? Yeah, second just go one? right into your second one. Okay. So this is a tough one because I'm 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 pulled between is Mitch Trubisky as bad as I think he really is, or could the Eagles just fully collapse? Is Doug Peterson as bad as, <laughs> as Mike Lombardi thinks he is? I think that the both could be true. Do you remember how bad the Eagles were last year for like a minute? Like they were bad. Like they were like, they had they a bad a, defense. They couldn't, they stop almost the pass. didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And if it wasn't for Nick Foles, they would, they wouldn't have. Yeah. I do think Wentz is good, but I still think the bears are better. So give me the bears to sneak Ooh. in as a wild card. And I'm sorry, Philly. Yeah. Fly, fly, fly. <laughs> fly, fly, fly. Okay. I, oh man, see, now this is tough because you just, you kind of just listed, but I'm basically, I'm struggling between the Panthers and the Saints and the Bears. Um, I'm not even Angle, going, I'm Angle not even Panthers. going Cowboys. Cowboys aren't even coming close to making the playoffs, I don't think. Wow. Wow. I think okay. it's, I think it's the curse of Jason Garrett. I think he's a terrible coach. He will be fired at some point. And like everyone else has been saying in the sports media, Lincoln Riley, the head coach at Oklahoma, is the new Dallas Cowboys head coach before the season is over. Wow. That's the my... next Barry Switzer. Yeah, the next Barry Switzer. Um, the Vikings I just talked about, I, I, I was going to pick them as my second wildcard team. I think I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing them overboard as well. Uh, 
I am. I want to go Bears because I really think the Bears are actually really talented and really good team. And I think I like this. I like this rookie running back. Uh, yeah, and I like the rookie running back. Although the defense without Vic Fangio, I think that was magic in a bottle. And I think that doesn't happen because Chuck Pagano is now the defensive coach. Pagano, and he's he's an okay defensive coordinator. But I just don't think that defense will be as good as it was, and that hurts them. I am taking a flyer on my Carolina Panthers. It's it's. It's the odd year. What? It's it's a good what? year for them Dude, as well. No. Falcons, Panthers, no. doing it wild card. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. I knew we'd take our fucking what we always take all of the South. We always we love the NFC South. It's like it. we love it. We got to change that the, to the NFC to the NFN we, South we because can't. we fucking we can't stay away we from. We can't them. go against them. We just can't. We love the Dams. The Dams. Uh, so. Uh, let's quickly get in, let's get through the AFC. Oh, we don't have to get quickly. We can do it however yeah. pace we want. Yeah, man. Who cares? Uh, do you want to go, you want to go east to west again? Yes. Okay. I'm going to give you the first, the first, <laughs> the first, uh, pick at the <laughs> NFC, AFC East. AFC East. Okay. I mean, this is a gimme, gimme, obvious. This is too obvious. Uh, the Patriots are, um, the odds are, are over under 11 games. Uh, the over is actually favored minus 134. Um, so, I, and I think, there, I, I'm not even sure there's a team, the next closest team is actually the, the I think it's the Jets, or the Bills at, at, at That's six. That's the thing. At six it's and a fucking, half. who knows? Right? Who knows who's good in this fucking uh, So we don't, I, we don't, except for the Patriots. I, I'm, I'm I, I, you know, I think the last two or three years, I, I keep, you know, saying this is, this might be the year the Patriots fall. I'm saying the exact opposite year. This is the year the Patriots probably win uh, the most games in, in the league. I'm taking the Patriots AFC East. If I'm not mistaken, the Patriots haven't had a single wi- single digit win season in Since the last like, twenty. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's I don't. Incredible. I think it's been before 1999. Yep. Uh, so why the fuck would you think this year would be any different when there's not like when they're when the Jets and the Bills are not fielding necessarily good teams, and the Dolphins are clearly looking to tank? Yep. Like I. I don't I, – I just have no more to say to this other than fucking yay, yeah, Patriots. right. And and I'll tell you one thing, and I think – I don't know if I've seen this around too much, but I think the Patriots have might have one of the best defenses in the league this year, which will carry them for most of the I, season, whether their offense is good or not. How you fucking just – like how do they just get Josh Gordon? How do they get like – Right. How right. do they get the Bills like third-round pick yeah. as their fucking center? Like yeah. it just – I, I – they they Any. just do what they do, and you can't bet against them anymore. Yep. Uh, well, I don't bet against them. In fact, Great. if you remember last year, I yes. was pretty uh, pretty. Uh, yep, you that, did. But... You called that one okay. nicely. Okay. So so uh, going so to the north. The north. The north. Your, the this north. is your division. Uh, okay. Your hometown division. Uh, God, I mean. Uh, mm. Okay. Struggles real if I, here. If I if I'm not. If I'm not being a total like homer, like if I'm not like it, even though I, I, if I'm looking at this objectively, I think that the Steelers are still the favorite to yes. win this, yes. this division. Yes. Objectively. Yes. Objectively. Yes. They have, they have the quarterback with the most experience. They have a coach with the most experience. Although I do like what Baltimore's doing like as a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the two wins against the Bengals probably are a, a given. Yep. I, I think that Pittsburgh has gotten so one thing that I've I've noticed, um, and this is something I heard on the radio today actually, uh, from a from national media standpoint, if you weren't in Pittsburgh, the distraction of Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell 
was completely different, was read differently than if you were in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, it was like everyone was behind Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Everyone thought Antonio Brown was a fucking maniac. Yeah. Uh, and so, and, it, and now everyone's like, oh shit, Antonio Brown is a maniac. But in Pittsburgh, they kind of knew that. <laughs> and so maybe things weren't as <laughs> fucked up as it looked from the outside in. So I'm going to go with the fact that maybe the general manager knew what he was doing in getting rid of the getting rid of the you know the the distractions sticking with the coach and the quarterback who I thought I've always thought was the problem and and so I'm just going to say like consistency sells same reason the patriots are going to win their division I think Pittsburgh wins theirs I couldn't agree more Chris I this 100% I'm on I'm on board with the Steelers they're even the favorites to win the division betting wise um they're I think I think they're just I think their defense is going to be improved. I think they're just too good. And the rest of those teams, you know, like I, I want to bet on the Browns. I want to, I want to go in all in the Browns. I want to believe in the Browns, but I'm not there yet, especially to win the division. And the Ravens, I, I don't know what the Ravens are doing. I don't know if it's going to work or not. I, I don't know if Lamar Jackson is good or not. And they're running the whole, whatever they're trying to do. And even their defense, even with Earl Thomas now on their defense, I don't even know if their defense is going to be that good anymore. Everyone's always high on the Ravens defense and everything like that. Give me the Steelers, win that division. That's it. Okay, great. I will say this. If, then the One of the wonderful things about Pittsburgh is they can lose the best running back and best wide receiver in in back-to-back seasons and still manage to be favorites in a, in a pretty d- difficult division yeah, so yep congratulations pittsburgh yeah also congratulations for only ever having a symbol on one side of your helmet mm. i was explaining that to someone the other day and they were like that is kind of cool and yeah. weird but kind of cool yeah yeah so right. afc south okay oh yeah not oh, unlike yeah. the afc this is not our favorite division <laughs> it's the fucking goddamn worst i look at these three stupid logos and i just want to cry <laughs> three Sorry. Well, I like the Jags. I like their logo. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, speaking of the Jags, then, Chris, they win this division. Uh, I'm, <laughs> that, that's just that? That's just they that. Do. They do? I, actually, they have, the, um, they have almost the best odds. Uh, wow, the Titans. That can't be right. I have the Titans at over under eight, but that can't be right at all. Anyway, the Jags, I think... Um, over eight wins, minus 125. They're right there up in there next to the Texans. Uh, Texans are eight and a half wins. Um, the Colts, and even though we've been riding off the Colts, and I'm kind of jumping on this bandwagon about the Colts being sneaky good still. Yes. Um, they might win more games than the Texans, but I'm taking the Jaguars, who had a third-place finish last year. I think their offense is kind of back. It's healthy. Nick Foles, is, I think, is a good game manager for them. They want to run the ball, make smart passes, make smart offensive plays, and their defense rebounds. John Poplin's dream. Right? Like dream. Exactly. And it, I think it's Doug Marone's dream, too. You know, and he's, a, he's, a, he's a 500 coach, you know, so this is exactly what he wants to do. And, and I think defensively, I think they sort of regress back to the positive that they did two years ago. They won't be as good as two years ago, but they won't be as bad as last year. So I, I think with a favorable schedule – uh, with that kind of crazy uh, division, and with the Texas making like weird, crazy trades, like they're they're actually really bad, but they're kind of helping solidify maybe the offense, but that takes away from the defense. I just don't know what Texans doing, and I think that's going to be a disaster waiting to happen. I think the Jags kind of sneak up there and, and take control of this division. Okay, 
That's a stupid take, but it's good. <laughs> I, know, it's all, it's I like so some of I like some of what you said. <laughs> I like the, I like part of it. The part I I do agree with. I I think that I think Billy O'B is the first coach fired. Ooh, I think I like he's now forced himself to have to win with a team that has depleted itself for the sake of nothing and mm-hmm. still lost their starting running back and has a quarterback coming off of a major injury. Yep. And and he's a shit coach and always has been a shit coach. Yep. Uh. So I I would say. Texans are are going to be bad. That's a lock. Okay. I think Jacksonville is going to be bad. I think Tennessee is going to be bad. And I think that the Colts are the oh, one team that that are, is, is is maintaining some semblance of like decency. Now I think the whole Brissett Brissett yeah, like brisket. like love, love fest is bonkers. bonkers. I don't think he's a great co- co- quarterback, and I don't think it was because of the system or because of the O line. I think that he was. Because it was a noticeable difference when Andrew Luck was quarterback with the same team, and now if you're telling me you're gonna that he's like comparable to Andrew Luck, bullshit. No. But I think this fucking entire division is gonna be garbage town. Yep. Uh, I think that M- Mariota is gonna make an amazing quarterback in Oakland next year. Uh, I think. You mean I, Vegas? I, yeah, or Vegas exactly, Vegas, or maybe Oakland. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the XFL team. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that about a Hawaiian, but uh, so yeah, uh, give me the Colts. Okay, great. And I, more to your point, I think I think I think the idea and the thought is is that with luck, that's a that's at least a that's probably a ten win team. Uh, and now with percent, as long as they have a, they still have a lot of talent defensively, they're really good. Is they were they, win team? they were getting better. Um, and then their offensive, they've got a lot of talent, a lot of a lot of. De- you know, like you said, their offensive line. I think they, I think that as long as Brisket is is average, and he's sort of like Nick Foles, he just ma- has to manage the game, manage that offense, and I think they can still be successful. I would take the over six and a half on the Colts. Can Himes catch? Is he um, like a kind of? Yeah, I think he can, but he's also you know like you know they, they've got Mac, they've got a few other guys in there. Wilkins. I know, but I just feel like somebody who can catch out of the backfield is going to be good on this team. I think. That's that to me will be like a decent, like fantasy look. Sure. Is like yeah. whoever can receive out of their back their Probably. backfield. Right. Anyway, we spent way too much time on the Colts. They're so fucking boring. <laughs> God, they're boring. <laughs> the whole South is just uh, boring. I wanted it's to. Like, it's like how many how many fucking ex Oilers franchises can you fit into one into one division? Also, I, I feel like they just all, they just broke off. It's like a company who like breaks up into like four different pieces and they became four different teams from the yeah, Oilers. Ja- yeah, Jacksonville's definitely going to be owned by the NFL, playing in London in like <laughs> two seasons. It's just ridiculous. Okay, uh, let's go West. to the AFC West. I think we're both just going to go ahead and take Kansas City yeah. to win this. Correct? Yeah, like, yeah. they win at least to, ten how much games. Do we need to say on this, like, they're it, still a really good team. I think their defense is even better now than last year. Um, and their offense is still freaking amazing. So why would you go anything against them? And the Chargers, I think the Chargers, they've got they've, they they lost their safety, Derwin James, for the season. Um, Melvin Gordon, that thing is a mess. So I don't think that their backups, even though everyone likes them, maybe in fantasy, they play, they play eighteen road games a season, right? Like, they, yeah. yeah, their over under is nine and a half. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not them. I'm not buying it. If you're out on the t- Titans and Chargers this year, like that'll be a goddamn miracle. That'll be the fucking. <laughs> I am. It is. I am. I'm out on both of them. Wow, that's incredible. And as that much as I want to, as much as I want to go the Colts on, on as a wild card, I'm not quite there yet. But I think they're my sneaky third team. Okay. Like we've done in okay. the past, but I'm going a couple other teams. Um, Let's have them. That I think I this is where I'm all in on the Browns. I think the Browns make the playoffs. Okay. 
Okay. And I think they've got, I think they've just got enough, too much talent. They've got a crazy old head coach um, who, who talks like he, you know, he, the domes and stuff, I'm sure is what he says. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, he, I like the guy. I'd like, he, he doesn't seem like the smartest guy in, in the room, but I think he might be. Um, I think he's underrated, even if he's, if he's a rookie coach. I think they've just got too much momentum there. I, you know, we've said this before the last couple of weeks. I think, too, is, is they start off hot, and then they probably trail off towards the end of the I, year. Interesting. Interesting. But, I, I disagree. Oh. But, but go ahead. Continue. No, I, so, but I think it's enough to propel them into the playoffs as a wild card. So I also think they will be a wild card team, but I think they will have a tough start. And then I think Kareem Hunt is going to save their season, oh. and we by like week ten they'll be <laughs> just they'll have the most dynamic backfield in the fucking game. Yep. With with fucking Odell Beckham Jr. available to catch passes, like I don't see how like any quarterback could fuck that up. Like I I you think can't. And I like, think Baker's a good quarterback, man. I, I think he's. You know. I, I I don't. I'm not convinced, but but that's just because I haven't seen it. He's a riverboat gambler, he's Chris. Definitely, he's definitely talented. <laughs> yes. He feels like Joe Flacco to me when he was early on in his oh. career. Joe Flacco could throw the fucking ball further than any quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Coming out of Except Delaware, he looked like a fucking Russell. maniac, and he's always been a starter. Yeah. But I. But to me, that's that's who Baker Mayfield feels like. So and 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 Flacco's got a ring. So who's to say? Mm-hmm. I, I think that. This is my wild card team as well. Okay, my second wild card, or you go with your second. You go back to back with your second wild card team. Well, uh, so unlike you, <laughs> I'm I still like the same goddamn teams. I'm still I still like the Bills and I still like the Broncos. Um, oh, the Broncos. Yeah, what? I just I don't know. Ugh. I don't know, man. I got this feeling about Drew Locke, Ugh. and I <laughs> I really like that guy. I really think he's a good quarterback. Yeah, especially being I, on the injury reserve. I know he's on the IR, but I'm just saying, like, there's a place for him. Uh, and I think, on. and I think, and I think they're going to have a good defense this year. Um, but that being said, they are a they are a bad team. So yes, as much as it pains me to say this, J E T S Jets Jets. Ooh, okay. Le'Veon, that's a juicy water. I'm taking the fucking Jets. I think that they can cobble together wins against. I think the Bills will suck. I, I don't want them to suck, but I just don't think Allen's there yet. Uh, I, I just I think they might suck. I I, I just think. Okay. I, I, okay. So no I, Chargers. I, surprise me. I fucking hate the Chargers this year. The Raiders. Uh, like I mean, come mm, on. Yeah. Any team with Richie Incognito and Dante yep. Perfect and yep. fucking Antonio Brown is the nightmare. Yeah. Like there's just no way you can win a fucking Super Bowl with that team. No. Uh. If anything, so, bet the under on the on the uh, the six wins for the season. I think maybe. I, I think they implode. So back to Richie Incognito quickly, because we never talked about this. You know why he's got a two game suspension to start the season? Yeah, because he uh, threatened people in a, a funeral home. He walked into a funeral home, insisted on cutting his father's head yes. off. They wouldn't let him. He threatened to kill them. They called the police and found guns in his car. Yeah, right. You know who's not in the league? Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's fucking crazy. God. It's bonkers, right? Yeah. I mean, this is incredible. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. My second playoff team is you're not high on, you hate them. You don't think they're going to be good. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills, Chris. Okay. I think Josh I Allen steps them. up. I think I, they're I de- want them. I want to be wrong. I you're, right. Be wrong. you're right. I'm oh, sorry. You're right. I, I misspoke for you on that one. I think their defense is going to be one of the best in the league. I think they, 
sort of solidify the offense of it's not going to be amazing, but it's going to be a lot better than it was last year. I think it's more diverse, more talented running wise, passing wise. I think, I think everyone just kind of steps up there a little bit across the board. And I think the bills go back into the playoffs. I like Allen a lot. Uh, I just feel like he's the is kind of inconsistent yep. and a little injury prone. Yep. Uh, he takes big hits. Yep. I think that they've got, I think getting rid of, of, uh, fucking what's his name shady mm-hmm. uh was a good move mm-hmm. it's a good lo- it's a good locker room move um and it gives it gives that like wouldn't you rather have your running your rookie running back or your your up your high ceiling running back learning from frank gore versus Lashawn mccoy like i think that yeah. there's they're creating a culture for lack of a better term sure. so i tend to agree with you i just think the jets have more talent yeah I just that's that's what and yeah. i think the jets have like a better home field advantage Oh, that's interesting too. Okay, I don't know about that. Yeah, and like, I, my only problem is is Adam Gase. I just don't know what to make of that dude. Um, oh, he's there is no problem. It's Adam fucking Gase, and if you talk shit about him, he might kill you in your sleep. He might. Nobody knows with that motherfucker. Yeah, he's man. He's crazy. Uh, he's unhinged. I like him. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, yeah. He. I don't know. We'll see. Like, this is a true proving grounds to see if he's a good coach because he. You're right. They do have a lot of talent on that team. So if he can't be one of the offensive leaders with this team, um, then then I think that speaks volumes of, of him being a, a hugely overrated coach. My fear with this team, and it's too much about the Jets when we Jets. move on, but it's, no, no, it's that <laughs> Le'Veon Bell left Pittsburgh because he didn't want to get fucking beat to death running the ball 35 times yeah. a game. And I think that the Jets will just ultimately have to rely on him to do that. So that, is he willing to take on a workhorse load? That's work- true. Is that yep. the right term? So Yeah, I, I agree. I think they might overuse him, abuse him. Who fucking knows? Maybe what Le'Veon Bell loves to run the And ball. they might not use him properly, too, because apparently Gase doesn't like to throw to his running backs, and that's that's part of Le'Veon's bread and butter. So I, so there's you know a lot of things here that uh, I just kind of I'm, I'm, I'm leery of, of that actually working out successfully. Okay. Well, I think we've got our teams then. We do, Chris. Write them down. Do you have any uh, wild card, like just crazy, like maybe they'll just, you can have one like, oh, fuck, I don't know, if everything breaks right. I think I've got most of mine, but like you <laughs> like are included. So I don't really have one, but do you have one? Um, Man, if everything breaks right. Yeah, well, you're, I guess the Bucks was yours. Um, yeah, there was kind of a, there, um, well, I don't want to do the Lions. That's too crazy. Then let's not force it. Fuck, okay. fuck Matt Patricia. <laughs> fuck those guys. This, we got our picks just straight up. No, no teasers. All right. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Ra- I mean, there, there's like the Raiders or maybe like the, um, God, do I want to, I don't want to say, but maybe the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. How about the I Washington mean, Redskins? So that's interesting. <laughs> interesting you would say that. Because murder was the case. Yes. Is there? Yep. He's always been underappreciated. He's yep. always overachieved. I think. I, I think, think they're gonna be able to run the ball with guys. I think so too, and I still think Adrian Peterson has some in the tank. I, I it's yep. just a matter of like if they switch over to uh to their rookie quarterback, whose name I can't think Haskins. of right now. They might switch to him a little early. Uh, but if him. if Gase, if Gase is if Case is is playing well, uh, there's no reason to switch over to him, and that means they're they're winning, and and they might they might be able to sneak in there. And I think their defense is actually, uh, you know, it, it's kind of it's it's good ish. Um, you know, it could sustain them. You know, and it kind of going back to this: run the ball, play good defense, and and win eight or nine games and get into the playoffs. Maybe I don't know if it's that crazy. Everyone else thinks he's going to be the first coach fired. 
I'm not entirely sure about that. It's going to be fucking Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Bet your ass. I hope it is. I really hope it is because I want someone else in there who can who can really use that team properly and not waste the talent that they have on that roster still before they get rid of everybody. Exactly. So. Great. Moving on. Yes. Finally. Let's. Are you ready for week one? Week picks? one picks. Folks, this mm. is the moment mm. you've all been waiting yes. for. A 500 season guarantee. Yes. By your two favorite terrible pickers, but sort of good <laughs> mediocre pickers. <laughs> Butt pickers, big pickers, whatever you want to call them. We're picking them. Yes, we are. Starting with tomorrow night's uh, Thursday night. I guess this is one of the most classic matchups in the history of football, I think everyone would say this is the the classic rivalry of of professional football, Chris. I would would agree. Green Bay, Chicago. In Soldier Field, In Soldier Field. Um, It is not on the frozen tundra. But it's in Chicago. Um, Chicago is the home favorite, obviously, minus three. Yeah, you you want me to take this or you want you to take it? I'll take it. I'll start it okay. off. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also, for this year, I also included lines on our spreadsheet, uh, not just the not just the um, the spread, but also over, under, and money lines. So if anything else kind of tickles your fancy or stands out to you, you know, uh, feel you're, free, so, you're such a good guy. Feel free to throw them out there. Uh, we've, I mean, we've already kind of talked about our feelings about Chicago and Green Bay. Even exactly. though Chicago is the home team, I still think Chicago is a good team. Um, and I wouldn't be, so, you know, I still, I kind of still want to pick them to make the playoffs. Uh, but that being said, I think Green Bay with three points is just too good not to take. So, I, let me preface all of my picks by saying week one is bullshit, and if you're betting on it, you're a crazy person. Yep. But if you must, uh, I would just go safe bet here. I, I think three points. I, I, I hate three points. This is mm-hmm. probably a push. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to take Chicago. Um, uh, <laughs> nah, I'm going to take Green Bay for the exact same reason. Yep. I, th- I, I agree with you. I think I still think it's a push. I think this is a three-point game. I think Chicago wins by three. Yeah. But if the line is three then fucking give me give me Green Bay. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Chicago actually probably wins this game because they're at home, if, if nothing else. Um, I think it, I think it will be a really close game, though. I think it might only be one point deciding it here. Um, so that's why I want to take the points because I think I think this will be close enough that I think it, uh, uh, take, taking the points is, is kind of what you have to do. If this line swings the other direction to a 3.5, I would probably – I mean, 2.5, I would probably take Chicago. But, yeah, but I agree. Um, yeah, that could be true. And, and also, I think it, I think last week or, or at some point in time, this this was Chicago minus four. So this line has moved a bit, um, too. So, if, uh, it moves a tick, if it moves a tick the other way. Yeah. Right. But in all, in all honesty, yep. it's probably a stay away. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, I totally agree. Moving on to Sunday games. First okay. one on the list, we have another classic rivalry, Chris. Yeah. Washington, the boys from Washington go to yeah. Philadelphia, try yeah. to clip the Eagles' wings. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia home field advantage, better team. They are minus better nine. Better pizza. Better pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Steak sandwich pizza is the best pizza around. Minus nine and a half. Okay. Is that too much for you, Christopher? Eh. Uh. I don't fucking know because I don't know how these teams play. Uh, I I'd say probably. 
I think I think I think it's probably Philly can can win by ten. So mm-hmm. I would just go with the favorite here again, and and just lock it in Philly and and that and there you go. So so take away that Washington pick because I like Philly in this one. Okay, so great. Um, move, move my X, you jerk. I'm sorry. There it is. Uh, I don't know why I, I mindlessly put it on Washington there. I agree with you. I, I think know. Philly Philly's a really good. We just talked about potentially Washington being able to run the ball and play defense. I don't think they can do that against Philly. Philly last year was really good against the run. They were terrible against the pass. So that I think they can sort of they can ultimately make Washington one dimensional that way, potentially, and shut down Geis or Peterson, whoever plays in this game. Maybe it's a running back by committee as well too because I can't of guys. Name you, I can't name you a single Redskins receiver off the top of my head. You can't. There is no. There is none. I don't think they have any receivers on this team right now because nobody knows who the receivers are right now. I think their best receiver. He might be. They might need him after this week or something. I think their best receiver on this team was a former Seahawk wide receiver who got paid but is always injured. So I don't even know if he's playing in this game. So I won't even mention his name. Okay. Uh, that's the best you could do mentioning Redskins wide receivers. So both of us are in favor of Philadelphia. Moving on. AFC East matchup, Buffalo. And a, and a potential wild card. Yeah, matchup. this is going to decide the wild card, Chris. Uh, okay. Buffalo plus three in the Meadowlands against the Jets. Uh, fuck. It's like this. It's the same thing. Uh, I, I. It feels like the same. I'm going to go with the same philosophy that I had with the with the Green Bay mm-hmm. and Chicago game. A three point line feels weird to me, so I'm going to go ahead and take Buffalo and the points. Uh, just because fucking it's the first game of the season. Although this feels like the kind of game where like Darnold goes off, everyone thinks the Jets are gonna fucking win the Super Bowl, and uh, and then never has a game close to this good as get again all season. <laughs> this could be the overreaction game, but I have an actual overreaction game that I want that I'm dying. Once we get to it, you're gonna be like, absolutely, that's correct. Great. Uh, you actually just said exactly I think what I was going to say about this game, and even though I'm leaning towards Buffalo for the season, I'm taking the Jets. In this game, I'll give up the three points. I think I think the Jets, you know, like, like last year, Darnold came out, had a really great first game. I think this whole offense kind of clicks for a game against Buffalo. Uh, and, and exactly, your expectations get overblown uh, by everybody on this team after the first game. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, so this might be one of those things like, which coach is better, yep. though, too. Right. So I, this could be a deciding factor of could whether be. or not Adam Gase can coach yeah. this. Yeah, and if you, and to be honest with you, if you picked the Jets, I probably would have picked Buffalo just to be a contrarian <laughs> in this game. <laughs> Great. I love it. Okay. Baltimore. And maybe the easiest game, gimme game of the week, Baltimore minus seven goes down to Miami, who is the odds-on favorite, I think, to uh, win the fewest games uh, for the season. They are just they are tanking like like the Sixers. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of being blissfully ignorant of this Bahamas hurricane. Is it affecting Florida? Is Florida gonna have games this week? Like, uh, you know what? I haven't heard yet. I don't know if they've they've kind of put those out there or not. I haven't read anything yet. So this this, this game could like last year. I think they had to move or, or cancel one of Miami's games or reschedule it or something. So it very well could be the same thing this year. So yeah, I mean, I guess that plays a factor a little bit. But yeah. I think we. I think what you're, we're both saying is like Baltimore would be hard pressed to lose this game. I will say this: there was remember that guy from Miami that like for like three games, he and fucking Brock Osweiler just were like insanely in in lockstep. I can't remember his fucking name, and then he like pulled a, a rib cage or a hammy or a shoulder or something, was out for the rest of the season. Albert Wilson. 
Albert Wilson. Was that him? Yeah. yeah. The second guy, the second guy, right? They've got, De- they've got Devonte Parker and then yeah. Albert Wilson. Right. I kind of like Sneaky Albert Wilson slot, slot receiver. Yeah. Who, who Fitzgerald would love. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there maybe there's a chance that you get a little Fitz magic early on yeah. in the season with those two receivers. They're good receivers. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Fuck it. Give me Miami and the fucking points. I'm going to say let's bet on Fitz magic and, and, and just ride. I like ride. it. Just, I like it a lot, Chris. Right on Fitz magic. Oh, I'm, I'm envious. I'm envious of you on this one. I just think they, their offensive line looked pretty bad. Their defense, I think, is like they just I, they don't have any talent. They even cut guys who everyone was saying uh, on the 53-man roster who was like uh, easy – uh, locks to make that team, and they started. They cut like a half a dozen of those guys or something. What I was reading, so I don't know what they're doing. I, I think they really are kind of tanking and giving themselves the least best possible chance here Agreed. Um, to win Agreed. games. And but I but, do like your Fitzmagic take but early. He just doesn't listen. That guy doesn't listen. Fitzmagic just is like I, I hear you. I don't. I hear you. I think seven seven is me. seven's a lot of points to sort of ignore there. I think. Um, Maybe especially if Baltimore kind of struggles early with with figuring out their offense a little bit and how they actually they want to make it make it go and run and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I, I do I do like your kind of sneaky maybe good pick here on Miami, but I'm going to stick with Baltimore minus seven. Okay, okay. So this is a funny one. Uh, quickly, just the over under is three thirty seven and a half, which I think is by far it's the only game in the thirties. Mm-hmm. So if you are an over better, I would bet this over. Uh, assuming it's not a sloppy fucking mess. If it's a sloppy fucking mess in Miami, bet the under even at 37 and a half. Wow, okay. I might, I was going to say bet the under on this one because I don't think Miami can put up that many points. Um, or especially with the, well, with the turnovers with Fitzmagic there too. I don't know, man. That's, I don't even want to get into it. Well, so, so then bringing us into the next game, which is Kansas City at Jacksonville. Which has a very high over, mm-hmm. which is 52. Yes. Again, to my point, if weather is a factor, yep. look for this game to be an under. Bet the under yeah. the Florida games this week if there's a fucking hurricane. Yep. If they're playing in the rain and it's 52 points, I mean, Pat Mahomes can't even put up 52 points by himself, like in the rain. So I just. Yeah, this I'm one's just a little crazy. I'm, I'm surprised that this one's so high, even with Jacksonville involved in this game, not known for their offense. Exactly. Bet the fucking under. Yeah, Just, I like the under on this one too. And I'm surprised uh, it's only three and a half. So Kansas City's favored on the road, minus three and a half. I'm surprised. Well, that's it, fucking horseshit. That's the worst fucking line I've ever seen. Like that, that you definitely need to hit Kansas City with three and a half, right? Like, I mean, are we both in agreement here? Uh, yes, 100. percent But it make it does give it did give me a little bit of a pause when I was writing these down that what, they're only favored by this much. It it it's it it makes me kind of want to. You know, hit uh, Jacksonville as the home dog here, Chris. Dude, no fucking way. I'm not that going go, to. Go, I'm okay. not going to. But that's our. But that's our whole theory here is home dogs. Yeah, yeah um, you're right. That's why I took Miami, baby. Yeah. Well, that one's. Uh, that's actually a good one too. Then, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's another home dog coming up in a couple there weeks is. or in a couple games that I think is better. So. Yep. Right. So, can we move on to the next one? You you announce it for us, please. We can definitely move on to the next one. Tennessee on the road. Plus five and a half in Cleveland. Do the Browns start off the year with a win? Remember last year, they were yeah. even had Bud oh, Light cases I. all across the city chained up, just waiting for the Browns to win their first game. When was the last time Cleveland was favored at um, for a home opener or Ooh. an opener in general? Yeah, I can't, I, right. Yeah. Oof. Uh, this I, I mean, logic tells me this is a Cleveland win. Yes. 
Absolutely. And, f- and five and a half is like it's against that's Tennessee the with, the, with the missed extra point. Yeah. Like that's, right. I don't know Tennessee's team at all. I know that like I know Derrick Henry has two good games a year. Right. And and then after that, it's fucking yeah. Dion Lewis. Right. Like, it just that does not feel like an, an exciting team to I me. I think the and, I think the better thing to question to ask here is how many games into the season do they switch to Ryan Tannehill? Well, so yeah, you say that, but and also like, <laughs> what a coaching cha- like. Why is a coaching change put fucking Jameis Winston like on everyone's favorite team? Like, ha- ha- Jameis Winston and, and Mariota came in the league the same year. Am yep. I wrong? Yep. Yes. And and yet everyone is like so convinced this year that Mariota is going to lose his job to Tannehill. I'm also of that camp, but I don't think that's Mariota's fault. I think Winston is losing with a better team than Mariota has been winning. Yes, with. I agree with you on that one. Yeah, and there's a lot of stats. I, I did some I, I did some early research like a month or so ago about Bruce Arians and Winston and quarter and his quarterbacks, um, and it had it had a little to do with like fantasy points and stuff like that. That they're, they're, it's not all that it's cracked up to be uh, with Arians and his quarterbacks and having that much success. He had one good year with with Palmer. Um, and I know we're getting off a tangent here and stuff. So I'm just I'm saying I'm agree with you on this on the thing with Winston and 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 Mariota and Mariota and the whole thing too. And and uh, but I'm still but I, I'm I'm off Tennessee. I'm off the Titans. Finally, I'm Great. off Mariota. Good for you. Yeah, I'm That's I'm nice. gone with him. So I'm you're I'm clean. all in. You're clean. Yeah, I'm all in Cleveland on this one. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right, next game, home dog, yes. Carolina plus two against the visiting L.A. Rams. So this is the home dog that I like. Mm-hmm. I like I like Carolina in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for everything I said before, I think who fucking knows with Gurley. Uh, I also think Cam has a couple good games in him before his arm gets fucking trashed again. <laughs> so I, and, I, and I think that, and I think that that uh, that uh, redneck Riviera, what the fuck is his name, Riverboat Ron, <laughs> is a good enough coach to to coach his team close, like to prepare his team for like the. Oh, at least the first game of the season. So, so give me Carolina and the points. Yeah, for no other reason. Again, home dog. Um, I think the Rams might struggle a little bit here in the first couple games, um, trying to figure out their offense with Gurley, like you said, and their defense. I, I think their defense probably isn't as good or won't be as good as it was last year. I think they lost too many players and they brought in too many older players to try to replace those guys. So, uh, and, and I'm high on Carolina this year, and, and I think at home. Uh, I think they start off strong and, and, and start with a lot of momentum to start the season. Momentum. Momentum. Uh, here we go. Dome game, Chris. Atlanta. Dome. Plus three and a half in is Minnesota. Is Minnesota a dome? I thought Minnesota played outside. No, man. They got that brand new dome. U.S. Uh, Bank Stadium. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fucking, I can't, can't keep up with this. You can't. Don't try to. Minnesota Franchise. minus three and a half. Home How many favorites. Super Bowls does Minnesota have? They have zero, Chris. Exactly. They have the exact same as, as Atlanta does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, I like I like Atlanta. I like Atlanta. You do. I I, I do. Okay. I like Atlanta. I I'm 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 in on Atlanta. Um, if this game was three, if it was just three points and not the half point, would it I don't know, man. Mind? I feel like Kirk Cousins like fumble like freaks out under pressure, and I feel like a home opener is is enough pressure for him to be like blah. And I think we and I just I don't know if he's got it. I think there's I, I I just I feel like Matt Ryan just go with the better quarterback here, and I and I think that's Matt Ryan. I think uh, I think you're right. Um, but I'm playing I'm I'm playing this this home team kind of wins. I, if this was three, I'd probably feel better about Minnesota. Um, that half a point is 
is really worrying me. And and I want to take Atlanta, but on the road, I think Minnesota is actually going to be able to run the ball. Um, uh, and I think defensively, I think Minnesota is just a better defensive team of the two. And playing at home, I think that just gives them the edge there. I'm taking Minnesota and giving up the three and a half points. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't I feel good about I've it, Chris. Picked, I think I've picked a bunch in a row, so I'm sorry about that. No, the, that's fine. The next, the next one's definitely yours. This might be my gimme of the week. Seattle at home laying nine points to a terrible Cincinnati team who everyone thinks just because the guy is Facebook friends or is is was in the shadows of of McVeigh in the Rams that Cincinnati hired his like best friend as the head coach. They, he thinks they're just going to stall the same offense and have the same success, I think, um, when there's not really a lot of talent on that team. And and they have no offensive line and the defense. I don't even I don't even know anything. I don't even want to know anything about what Cincinnati's defense is. I think this is the easiest game of the week to pick. Seattle at home with Javian Clowney getting four sacks. Chris in this game. So Chris, oh wow, four sacks, huh? Is that like four? Is that like foreskin? Yeah, it's a four sacks game. It's a four sacks. Taking a four, four sacks skins. home. Yeah. Uh, only played, so the I, I, here's a here a, a mini diatribe. Um, the every year I get asked to be in Benmo's father-in-law's uh, suicide pool. Uh, I have famously lost in the first two weeks every time I've ever been in it. Uh, <laughs> one year, one year under protest because it was bullshit that I I lost the first week and then everyone <laughs> lost the second week. But then so then they gave everyone a mulligan but me. So fuck those Canadians. Yeah. Uh, it's a hundred dollars I thought, but actually that's a hundred dollars Canadian, which is 75 bucks. Perfect. So I said, fuck it. That's even better. I'll play, but I wanted to take, get your input on this year's, uh, you could kind of make it like a, a, a co-team or co-picks. I definitely need to at least run my pick by you. And this week I think Seattle is my pick, even though I'm so high on them. I just, I don't want to lose in the first week. And this feels like a certain win. Certain I agree win. with you. I think that I would t- I'll go ahead and take them and the nine points for every reason you mentioned. But also, I think this is the not the the Harold's pool uh, <laughs> suicide pick. Unless you have like a gut feeling about any other team. No, I, I, there was a couple other games maybe I would have considered on this uh, for the suicides. But my my theory or my thought on this then is Seattle. Um, against the spread is never good, and I, I can never trust them to win another game. So to take them early, get them off the board, so you don't ever have to worry about trying to take them later in the season, I think this that's a smart move right there. Yeah, but isn't Seattle like a, always a lock for like a, like a night game that's like a night Prime home time, game? Like, night games, those kinds yeah, of things. But I think so they've got that, a pretty that tough might be, matchup. That might be where I'd save them. But, but again, I just feel like this is the one that I can – and I know that a lot of people are high on Philly, but this this one feels like there's no fucking way that Andy Dalton without fucking AJ Green can like pull. I just I don't I just don't see it. Yeah, you're right. Philly would be the other one. Um, maybe Cleveland or or Dallas. One you know somewhere in there in those games. I think those are are sort of my top three or four. Then maybe of of suicide picks. But um, well, you've got you've got a. You got a big surprise coming to you in a couple picks. Oh boy. Uh, Great. All right. So we're both, on Se- right. both on Seattle. Yes. Uh, and in a game that I would never watch, <laughs> like if you clockwork orange my fucking eyelids open, <laughs> I could still find a way to look away from the Colts Chargers. Uh, who do you like? I, 
I kind of want to watch this game just to see if either of these two teams I'm right about or wrong about on these two teams um, oh, picking God. them. Um, and I just love those powder blue uniforms, Chris. I just can't get enough of them. I just I could watch them every week. I fucking hate the Chargers <laughs> so much. Indianapolis plus six and a half in L.A. in that soccer stadium. So there's no home field advantage of this one, Chris. I think Indy, give me the point, six and a half points. I think Indy might even win this game. Indy will win this game. Oh, I love it, Chris. I love it yeah. when we're on the I'm same sorry, page. We're, we're, agree- we're agreeing, but like this, I mean, our, I think our division picks gave a lot. It was a tell on a lot of our our first our first week weeks picks. Yeah, they're heavily uh, influenced so, there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, for everything I said before, like I I I you know I clearly hate the Chargers and I think the Colts can win their division. So why wouldn't I pick them to win this game? Why wouldn't especially you? especially if they're give getting six and a half. In fact, I would maybe even parlay this shit. Uh, what was the other really great pick? KC. I might, I might do a quick parlay or even a yeah. I think I'll parlay. This would be my parlay. Okay. I would do the Colts, Colts Chiefs parlay. There you go. All right. Um, now parlay-vous. this parlay vu, a money line parlay vu. Yeah. By the way, uh, this next game it's a pick 'em, Chris. So I don't know if uh, we want to wait to see if this line moves a little bit, but it's it might not because this is it's San Francisco Tampa this Bay. This is such a fucking confusing fucking game. I mean, we we. I, Technically, we can't pick it. All the over/under is fifty. I'm thinking this game goes over. I think if this is a lot of offense, no defense. I disagree, especially oh. if you, especially if it's raining because of fucking hurricane. Oh, nuts. well, that's true again. That's true again. I like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say take the the under. Okay. And that's this does not count against our pick totals, but since we're picking something on this game, just take. I say take the under because of weather. Great, and we'll stay away from it because it's a pick 'em game, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Fair enough. All right. I think this is your big upset pick you want to talk about, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, it's Detroit, Arizona. Uh, Yeah, this is the Giants at Dallas. Yes. This is the this is one of two um, overreaction games. Um, I think that uh, here's what I think. I think the fucking as it's almost like Eli, our Eli hate has caught up to the point where now we have to take the other side of it because everyone agrees with us now, three years <laughs> fucking later. But can Eli cobble together a win against a terrible coach? And, and your Ezekiel Elliott may or may not, may be rusty. I don't know. I'm trying to just, I'm trying to find a silver lining here. He will I be think rusty. That, I think that the Giants can surprise. Here's the thing. <laughs> Giants fans love getting pumped early and they love thinking they have a better team than they do. Yes. And I, and I can just see them being like, Saquon motherfucker, (laughs) Shepard motherfucker. And that one tight end, like I can see them getting all hella amped and I can, I can see a late field goal winning this game for the Giants. Uh, I wouldn't take the money line, but I will take the Giants in the seven points. Okay. Seven points is, is a, it's a, it's a fairly big, it's a fairly big number. So I, 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 I can I can get on board there a little bit with with taking seven points and, and this game just kind of being closed because it's a rivalry in the first game of the season and some most of those points what you just said is is gets me kind of like three quarters of the way there. However, all those points you just said against with Eli and Saquon, uh, this is the wrong team I think to try to do that against. Right? Like I don't think they're going to be able to run on Dallas. Um, I don't. I think Dallas will be able to run on the Giants all over them, and it doesn't even have to be Zeke all game. Yeah, it'd be Campbell, right? Or Pollard. Um, yeah. Uh, but my big sneaky pick for this game 
is that they run Zeke too much and he, he gets injured. You dick. You're just trying to fuck my fantasy season up. <laughs> nice try. Nice try, buddy. I think that's no, wish, I've already read that. They've, they've already said that they're going to run 20 to 25. Don't let your fantasy fucking wishful thinking get in the way of, of logic. I'm not. I'm not. I think, I think Dallas is going to they're going to hex themselves on this one. They give him the big contract. They run him too much out of the gate instead of using this rookie this rookie running back who they were so high on instead of bouncing it out a little bit more. And I think I think they hurt shoot themselves in the foot here a little bit and I think they overuse Zeke in the first game, which is is a completely Dallas Cowboy Jason Garrett thing it's to do. It's a definitely Garrett move. Okay. Yes. I I feel it, but I still think you're just trying to jinx me. So I'm not. I don't it had nothing to do with you and your fantasy favorites there, but I do think Dallas wins this game. By seven points at least, and so I'm I'm taking Dallas and minus the points. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> here's the game I'm not gonna watch, Chris. Here's the game. Oh, this is this one's so appealing to me. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. This is my kind of shit show. This, this is, is your... Detroit at Arizona. This is exactly my kind of shit yes. show. Arizona, this is a, two this and a half is a point Sunday dog. Sunday afternoon. I've had too many fucking <laughs> too many dogfish head sour beers over there. Some sequences. And I'm like, fuck it. I'll yeah, watch it. Let's watch I'll- Kyler Murray. Exactly. Mm-hmm. My in-laws have finally left. I'm good. At- no, just kidding. I now I know my fucking mother-in-law listens, by the way, so I can't talk shit about anything my parents do. <laughs> Even though my mother-in-law broke my Corvette this week. Uh-oh. Yeah, she Uh-oh. broke it. She broke it. Mom-in-law. Mom broke the Corvette. Oh, no. So they're coming to town this weekend, so they get a big scolding. Okay. Uh, Arizona, not a scolding at all. She didn't do anything. Home dogs. Oh, it's an old car. Plus Uh, two and a half. Yes. Arizona apparently has been holding back on everybody in the preseason and has not unleashed or shown what their offense actually is. Is So I can tell that you're already going to take Arizona because I know you just (laughs) love Kyler Murray so much. (laughs) I know you do. Uh, and I, I want to, I want to be there with you. I do want to be there with you. Take the beard, go, Chris. Take the beard. I, ah, I mean, he's got that cool ATV, and I just, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, it, Chris. Give, give me Detroit. Give me <laughs> <Do> Detroit. It, <laughs> Give me Detroit. I know this is a this is a home dog and this is an overreaction game. And I know Kyler Murray actually put up decent numbers in his last preseason game. Yeah. And he's got and this is like a I feel like this is a Larry Fitzgerald resurgence game. But I just eh, I just I don't believe in this. I don't believe in Cliff Klingsbury. So Chris, this, I'm gonna take Detroit. I don't either. Oh what? I you shocked me. I think we've talked before about like this is. Arizona is the ultimate fantasy point team this season, but it will not translate to wins. Ooh, I like it. And Detroit, I think is actually, I, we, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, I think Detroit wins a few games here and there. I think their over-under is like six and a half. Like I wouldn't, I'd be, keep the ball on the fucking ground and they'll be fine. That's exactly what they want to do. Back. And they hired Daryl Bevel, the former Seahawks offensive coordinator, who loves to run the ball, Chris. And they finally have good running backs. They, they have, don't have fucking theoretic anymore. Yep. Like it, they could, they've moved on from yep. the theo- theoretic. Probably played there longer than Barry Sanders. What the fuck with that guy? Like, I, I what? Uh, anyway, yeah, yes. Right. Um, yeah, Patricia. I think the defense is is uh, somewhat improved. I don't know if he's a good defensive coach. I just think the defense has improved from last season. I think they're they're going back to trying to run the ball and not rely on Matt Stafford, which has been a huge mistake of theirs, thinking that Matt Stafford can win you games throwing the ball a hundred times a game. Marvin Jones Jr., baby. I love Marvin Jones Jr. 
Man, I think they've got a nice, well-balanced offense, kind of like the Seahawks from a few years ago. I, there's just pieces here that just kind of make them kind of – I don't think they'll lose games like they normally do. You know, what they, you know like they won't beat themselves necessarily. Um, I think Detroit's. I think Detroit's given Patricia the reins, and I think that they've given him. They've given him, the the okay to have another shitty season. I, th- I don't think he, if he lost and missed the playoffs this year that he would get fired, which I think will give him a l- enough flexibility to like try some stuff yep. and, and may- yep. maybe. Maybe, like you said, because they've got a decent offensive coordinator, he can focus on his specialty, <laughs> which is defense. Yes, uh, hopefully. I mean, I'm, I, this is a. I just think they're playing a shittier team. Yeah, That's really I, I think so too. And I, I'm not buying in this Arizona offense, and 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 this, you know, I, I just I'm not. I'll believe it when I see it necessarily that it's actually going to be effective against NFL defenses and really good defensive coaches who know how to like, I've watched this offense for far too long and too closely uh, with Washington state and Mike Leach and everyone loves Mike Leach and that offensive system, what he does, but I've seen defensive, really good defensive teams know how to stop that thing from, from day one and the, and the first play and not being them, not being able to adapt to the defenses because it's, it's, it's kind of a one trick pony offense. Okay. So I don't, cool. Yeah. Okay. I like your take. I okay. like my take. We're yep. take. We're, we're take. take. We're so good takes. Okay. Sunday night. Pittsburgh. Yeah. New England. <laughs> can Pittsburgh yeah. and can Ben Roethlisberger ever win a game in New England? Do you want me to take this first, or you want? To I want. Uh, I'll take it first because you went first the last one. I think with Great. Detroit. I did. Pittsburgh plus five and a half. Uh, they're zero and five in in the Roethlisberger era, I think, in New England. Yeah, I think New England is like the incredible at home, giving up five and a half points. I'm, I'm, not, I don't think that changes this time around. I'm, I'm just gonna take New England at home. I can't bet against them. So did this, this, I, I agree with you. I think that although Pittsburgh could have a decent game, it, it all boils down to like why it's always unfair that the Patriots have a bye week in the going into the into the playoffs and have essentially a bye week to to game plan for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's it's that extra time that makes Belichick so fucking dangerous. It's the extra time in the playoffs, it's the extra time before the Super Bowl. And now he's had all the extra time. Yep. And he's a better coach than Mike Tomlin. He's there they've only lost two games in the last 15 years in their opener. They've only lost two openers yeah. in 15 fucking years. Yep. They've Pittsburgh, they've never lost a home opener to Pittsburgh. Yep. I, uh, why would it be any different this year? They've actually got maybe more weapons. Now, this game happens in week seven or week whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a different story, but I just think like New England has the with the with the consistency and the ability to game plan, doesn't fucking matter if it's five and a half or if it's fourteen and a half. <laughs> the fuck they're just gonna win. So like go ahead. Win. They're going to win. Give, I, give five and a half picture. points makes me gives me a little bit of a pause there of going, okay. Not that's, even close. You're right. This well, is a okay. fucking team that tied Cleveland last year. Yep. I agree. I agree with you. I I and and the whole game planning thing, like Kansas City went in there like a couple years ago and, and beat Belichick in like in the season opener. Um there, you know, so there's things that and there's the, there's theories about New England about getting them early because they're always kind of like Tinkering and they're not really, you know, they, they don't get their offense or defenses rolling right away to begin the season. Tinkering it, Whatever you Mike want to Tomlin call it, is not a hard thing to do. Th- exactly my point. I think any other team, maybe, but against the Steelers, they just have their number, and you can't, you can't bet, you can't bet Pittsburgh on that one. 
Okay, Monday night games. Two games Monday quick, night, and then quick, we're quick. done here. All right. Okay, cool. First game, early one Monday night. One Houston plus seven in New Orleans. Wow. After all the shit we talked on Houston, <laughs> wow. suddenly this feels like a, a suddenly this feels like a, a win. Yeah. This uh, the, oh, the over under is fifty three and a half points here. Seven feels big. Seven, seven feels, feels like a lot big. of points. Feels big for a, for a team that people are considering like a, a division winner in Houston. Ugh, give me Houston. Regretfully, regretfully, give me Houston. I. Ah. It's a lot of points to ignore. It's a lot of fucking points to ignore. It's a lot. Oh, it's so hard to ignore it. I'm going to ignore seven. it, Chris. I'm going New Orleans minus seven at home. I, I think Houston's a mess right now. It's the right thing to do. All the it's crazy the right things thing. that they've been doing, and I think New Orleans. I, I just I, I think they can I think they can outshoot Houston here, and, and you know defensively, I don't think Houston's defense is is, is I, I I don't think they're good. I don't think they're as good as people might expect yeah, them I to think be. That, I think that that Watt fella is the worst. Yeah, he's terrible. terrible, way overrated. Yeah. yeah, he was lucky to have Clowney over on the other side there. That helped him out immensely. That's true, and he <laughs> hasn't been healthy in a long time. I will say this. I what I the one thing I like about Houston is I like their receivers. Yep. Obviously. Yep. I like three of their receivers. Mm-hmm. I like Kiki Kuti. Yep. I like Kenny Stills. Mm-hmm. And I and I absolutely uh, adore uh, Hopkins. So so this is a this is to me that that can get you seven uh, like the yeah. plus seven. I'm yeah. not saying they'll win, but that, that and I also love their kicker. Yes, of course. You gotta go with the kicker. Um he'll get you seven points alone somehow. Okay. Yeah, you, um, the, I think a, I, to the be first honest, field goal that costs there that gets seven. Points. I think first, I think the smart thing there is to take Houston in the seven points. I'm just I'm just feeling the Saints at home. Okay, they cool. go marching home, Chris, with a so win. We got we got to pick them with Denver at Oakland. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is this to me is the there the, it's the overreaction game, but depending on who wins, I don't know who will win. But whoever does win will be the team that everyone overreacts. It'll either be like, oh, my God, Joe Flacco looks so fucking great. What an upgrade from Case Keenum. <laughs> he was the missing link. Like, mark him down as a playoff team. Or Oakland's fucking disarray, like, is, is like, all clicks because yep. it's week one. Yep. And they don't have to fucking deal with Richie cut your dad's head off incognito and perfect, like, crushing receivers over the middle. Like, there's a way this could be an overreaction for Oakland or Denver. Whoever wins, I think – people will overreact. I agree. That's, I agree with you 100%. Um, it's a pick Right. Again, a pick them. You can't even pick the money line because it's both like minus 109. I think the over it's under. terrible over 43. I just. Ugh, I think you go under away. on that one, man. I don't think either of these two offenses are, are explosive enough or good enough. I think there's a lot of running involved in this game um, without scoring. So. Okay. Um, I would take the under on this one, obviously. And then if this line moves before uh, Monday, We'll we'll, uh, we'll maybe pick it that and stuff, but otherwise, Woo! Uh, otherwise a, stay away from it. That's a home dog right there. Yeah. That's a home dog. It's a home, home dog. dog wants to go. My home dog has been bothering me oh, for the last fifteen minutes. Seriously, yeah. Let's call it. A, let's call it a day. That's it. Let's call it a great day, though. Yes. Only an you, hour and thirty-four minutes, Chris. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! All right. It felt like twenty. <laughs> Time to get to work. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Good time to tell you. Okay, bye everybody. Bye.